Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Hi. Just, wow. <laughs> like, you jumped right into it. Here, you want to try again? Yeah. Hi. Hi. I went low like Luann that time. Oh, great. Welcome to the Real Housewives of Rewatch. I'm Sue Funk, and I'm here with Luann Sounding. <laughs> I sound like Luann. You know, she has a very sexy, deep voice. I like her voice. Yeah, Lou's voice is great. You also didn't tell the people who you are. I'm Danielle from Brands by Bravo. <laughs> Luann fan, Danielle from Brands by Bravo. Sometimes Luann fan. Definitely yeah, not, not an always Luann fan. Well, we are here today to recap season four, which is the longest season of my life, of Roni, episode 13. How is this season still happening? I don't know. I don't want to tell you, like, I wish we could have skipped it, but like, you know, we can't. But like, it's just, it's... Every week, like, I almost text you every week being like, can't we just like watch the rest of the episodes and just be like, it's done. We might have to do that, honestly. I'm really having a hard time. Like, this episode was rough stuff, and I don't even know how much we're going to have to say, because it's called Your Tweeting Heart, and I can tell you right now, it's that petty. It's about tweets. It's about the tweets, guys. Yeah, tweets and um, Simon, so you know it's riveting if that's like the main person is not even a housewife. And just going so hard in about simon to alex who like i feel like at this point has made it so clear that she's just like talk to him if you have an issue Mm -hmm. i will always back him up (laughs) like yeah it it feels very like groundhog's day e of an episode with some like horrible cindy thrown in agree i will say (laughs) if we had to title this episode it would be the one where i can't believe i like ramona (laughs) <laughs> because this season, honestly, this season, this might be, you know, we'll see as we continue. This might be one of her most likable seasons. Well, she is more sympathetic and she's doing a lot more for others. I think this season than we see in later seasons. Yeah. And she just hasn't done anything super, super. She's done some classic Ramona things, but not super not so things. True. So it starts off with Ramona is throwing a joint birthday party for her and sonia except sonia doesn't know that it's a joint birthday party correct she just thinks it's a party for ramona and i thought it was so sweet the way ramona talks about sonia and like i've always liked their friendship but she just talks about how they were friends 20 years ago and she's so Mm -hmm. happy she's back in her life and they have this history and that their relationship is so special and i don't know it was so sweet and i was like gosh darn it ramona don't make me like you I like her even more because she shades Avery because she's like, my party's going to be better than Avery's party, which we know from last week's episode was really Ramona's party. <laughs> true, 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 true. Um, 
And it doesn't, yeah, it's just, she, she's just being so nice and it's sweet to know. It's like, I feel like that's the real Ramona that who she is not like playing it up for a TV show or whatever. Fair. Um, we then go to a Cindy party. Ain't no party like a Cindy party. The best is they don't show Cindy at all at the party. <laughs> it's for they do a little bit. She like comes in and it's just like ah vagina di- diamonds and then like walks out because it's a bikini wax and bejeweling launch. Yeah, they're selling her wax kits. <laughs> That's really all I have to say about it. Like, they don't show her. They don't really show anyone else besides her at the party. Um, they So Jill comes and she wants to know what she's doing for her packaging. She loves the packaging. Brad gets jewel- jeweled on his back. And Jill says, this isn't for boys. Which I was like, mm, Jill, come on This now. episode actually had a lot of stereotypical ways that men should act Mm-hmm. from the women projecting the way men should act and i really did not like that at all and did not enjoy a lot of the things that they were saying another weird thing i realized from last week's episode we ended with the weird bobby simon fight i couldn't believe the episode didn't pick back up there it was so unresolved but it's like it says last time on and then it's well it kind of does because simon says that he wants to speak to jill directly about it but it was because... more like why did we start with the other scene of the party i have no idea you know like i feel like they don't it it was like what wait why are we well because they're basically like jill is saying accusing simon of cyberbullying her uh because of tweets um i wish they would have showed the the tweets i agree i don't know if that was like a thing back then was like putting social media posts on air because like i know but that feels like such an easy thing they could have i don't know yeah i don't know when they started doing that because i also don't know when it started where you could like embed and use posts from social on television i don't know if it was always like fair use kind of thing yeah true i could see that because it was so early in the technology of like social in that way especially like the micro micro blogging of uh twitter because like even like the perez hilton stuff they didn't put on screen when they were talking yeah yeah true we were discussing that um so simon kind of asks to have lunch with her and she's like we'll see but like kelly's just like why do you need lunch that's weird because everything's kelly i have such a thought on this so you know they think it's weird I'm like losing my brain already on this because it's, I don't know where my brain is. It's fine. I don't like when people look as, at couples as one unit, as if they are not mm-hmm. individual people that can have opinions and problems with other people, regardless of their spouse or partner. Well, Alex and Simon do not make it easy for themselves because they present as a unit. They present as t- two people who are very much one. True, but I don't like that Simon is trying to be like, Jill, you and I are having an issue. Let's go talk. And they're like, Amand, 
meeting a woman for lunch. And I'm just like, the so I just hate that. Yeah, No, that's stupid. I felt like that was really like, they're reading too much into it and they're making it much bigger than it needs to be. I feel like there was a lot of other things that they could have talked about besides this. Lou gets in on it and says that Alex and Simon are trying to be relevant via us and that Alex needs to put a leash on Simon, which I was like, "Mm, gross. It's giving New Jersey control your man vibes, which I don't like. And I also thought that was a bit fourth wall breaking of Luann to say they're just trying to stay relevant because I knew what she meant. You know, when you say relevant to what it's like relevant to them and the cast and the show. Yeah. Um, she keeps telling Simon, Kelly keeps telling Simon to be a man. Ugh, again, hate uh, that. what does be- that mean? And she tells him to be less emotional. Yeah, because he's he's upset that they're in a that they're taking her, his tweets a certain way. Um, Lou says that they don't deserve them. And then Kelly says to put a pin in it, which I was like, oh, God, that phrase. Uh, Better than her constantly just saying it's weird, it's creepy, because those are the only two words she uses to describe people, which she does say many times in this episode as well. But yeah, I really, Kelly really pissed me off here saying that, you know, have less feelings. Like, yeah, that's so icky. Kelly very much doesn't like feelings. And she believes that men are the way to have relationships without feelings, which like, makes me feel like I know so much about that marriage to Jill Ben Simone now. Like what was it? Just like no emotion, not ever. Like, yeah. I mean basically that's that's kind of the vibes that that she gives off, Kelly. And we don't see Sonia at the party, I don't think, because we see no. her at the townhouse and she's having a weekend without the help. And it's a lot. <laughs> but she's I mean man there helping her you know a season is struggling when it's like a five minute scene on her getting her toilet fixed and meeting with a feng shui expert because that's what the whole thing was also the issue with her toilet was that there was a blackberry in it like how did you not realize that? i don't know and it was broken for like two weeks and it was it was a really silly crazy thing um, and then we go to Jill getting her apartment painted and she invites the ladies over, which I'm like, they're not painting. You know that like, there's someone professional doing that. They're just there to soak in the fumes. I don't know. Yeah, I thought that was so funny. I was like, what a random thing to have them do. Like, they would, Jill would never paint her own home. But Jill is also painting Alex as a cyberbully saying, he's dangerous. And I'm like, no, he's not. You know he's not. Yeah. It was reminding me of like, Lala calling Tom Sandoval dangerous at the the reunion. Yeah. More in a sense that that to me, yeah, that was. Yes. That I think man that is dangerous manipulation because. Manipulation on that sense of like a wolf in sheep's clothing. I think Alex is just being bitchy on Twitter. That's yeah. not going to ruin your reputation. It's not going to impact Zarin Fabrics. It's not going to impact anything in your plush life, Jill, except for somebody is being a little mean. And like, I don't know, it's just especially during this time in the world, like that use of bullying, especially when like housewives use it. I'm just like, this is not what this is, what bullying really is. Well, we know housewives love the term bullying. Yeah. So 
we see Alex and Simon chatting about the fight and uh, Alex says there's no Alex and Jill without Simon and Jill, which like, again, I'm like, I feel like I've seen this fight before and I really don't care. Yeah. And that as Kelly called Simon and Alex's household, like a 1950s household, which I also thought was weird. Cause I was like, Kelly, you're the one pushing your 1950s men can't have feelings or be, you know, talk to women alone type of vibes. And I don't get that. I feel like they're very much more of a modern couple. Me too. I was like, where is this coming from? They're not in 1950s. They also said he was trying to further his career as if he was like getting paid for the social media. It was very confusing. Because well, he works in social media. So I think that the, because um, I think he was doing like social media branding or like early influencing kind of stuff. Like I'm using my followers to get the word out about different things. Mm-hmm. This kind of what alex was what simon was doing and like yeah in some ways anything that someone works on social and posts on social is them technically working like i could probably write off this podcast if i was smart enough (laughs) i just i feel like it it's a long walk around the block to be like you being mean is like you using me for your career I think that he was just chatting on Twitter about stuff with other people and called them out. Mm-hmm. I could see that. So then we go to the Ramona and surprise Sonia party. Um, Ramona is excited to give her some quote unquote sunshine, which I thought was really cute. Mm-hmm. And she like is trying to like choreograph everybody to like line up with a flower and like stand perfectly in like this row and she's moving all the women around and while she's doing this jill is having like a conversation about scallops with one of the servers she's just like what kind of scallops are these oh i like a scallop is it is it over it can't be raw it can't be raw but it can't be overcooked and like while she's doing this like ramona's trying to move and like jill's like but wait a minute is it medium cooked (laughs) like it's so funny It is very Jill and very Ramona moment. And yeah, super cute. She like gets, they all, you know, Sonya shows up and they give her she walks roses. She Kelly too. I'm like, oh yeah. Like trying to keep it a surprise. But I also don't know if even Kelly remembers it's a surprise. <laughs> it's, it's very sweet. Like Sonia is surprised, but she says she's upset that she's not in control. Um, yeah which i thought was interesting she doesn't seem like a like a control person i think in terms of parties i think she wants to be the leader of a party because she's the straw that stirs the drink true (laughs) yes 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 have you ever had a surprise party okay so my family is obsessed with surprise parties the (laughs) amount of surprise parties that have been thrown for people (laughs) obsessed and Derek despises them and he always is like why does your family have to make things a surprise so yes when i was in fifth grade my mom threw a surprise sleepover for me before i went to israel my for birthright my parents threw a surprise like have fun in israel party and had our my friends over we have thrown surprise parties for my dad's 50th birthday we threw my mom a surprise 60th birthday party we have thrown them surprise anniversary parties. Like we've done them for my sister. Like, I don't know what is with my family and surprise parties, but we love them. 
I've never I love doing one. them too. I've never had one. I like I think it's because I'm usually I'm a planner, so I feel like I make it hard for people. Like my birthday party is December 5th. It's what 3 months from now. I'm a, I'm I already in the works. You it's, already texted me what we were doing yeah, for it. I'm, I'm producing a show <laughs> in Philadelphia. It's going to be a great comedy show. You know, stay tuned. I'll put details out if you guys are in the Philly area and want to come. It's going to be a great show. But like, yeah, I already figured it out. And I'm like, still planning it. But like, I think that's why it's hard for anyone to surprise me because it's like, you have to wake up pretty early in the morning to get one past me. Yeah, (laughs) I've done. I've actually now I'm thinking remembering too. I did for Derek. I don't remember which birthday it was. He thought just the two of us were going to dinner. And then it was like, I invited a bunch of our friends. So I like to do that where like, he knows the thing and then yeah, like, don't actually know who's coming to something or where we're going. Cause he also is such a Virgo that he does not like to not know what's going on. So I have to give him like a little, and he's always like, don't ever think I'm going to throw you a surprise party. (laughs) Because I hate them. And I'm like, I don't have that expectation. That's exactly what someone who's going to throw a surprise party wants you to think. (laughs) Yeah, my family, I don't know. They're like obsessed with them. We've had far too many, so. Um, I did think it was sweet that everybody who was there donated to the ASPCA for in honor of Sonia. I thought that was really sweet. And like Sonia got very choked up at that. She thought that was, because I, I do think that like Sonia gives us a lot of lip service, but I do believe she actually does believe in charity work and charities. And I thought that was very nice. I thought that was the sweetest again Ramona did like three really sweet things that I know came from Ramona so it was the donations to the ASPCA it was obviously the roses thing was super cute and then she made a slideshow with photos of her when she was young and when Ramona was young and I'm sure there was photos of the two of them together and I was like it was really sweet I was like oh my god this is so nice separate room so like in this event space there was like the reception area like where everyone comes in and has the cocktail. And then there was like another room off to the side for dancing. And we knew about that when we did the walkthrough at the beginning of the episode, but we didn't know that they were going to like cover the entire room with projections of photos of them when they were younger. And one of my favorites is when we see workout Ramona, because we know that like Ramona used to be like an aerobics or like way into fitness. She was in like shape magazine or something like that. Yeah. She looks so hot, man so hot she does and she looks super fit she looks you know what she looks like a little bit like tamra judge like that kind of yes fitness physique i mean there's a reason she still looks so good now she posted something for labor day weekend looking hot on a boat like she i stand by the fact that i think ramona does squats while she's like on the phone like during probably during doing business she's doing squats yeah like it's psychotic but i'm obsessed with it and good for her because that body is amazing it does not stop yeah no she she still continues to look so hey everyone it's jen and jess from the beauty podcast fat mascara here to talk about sol de janeiro so many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face one of our favorite ways to do that is with sol de janeiro's beige flor elastic cream a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks plus it's scented with sol de janeiro's charosta 68 fragrance sol de janeiro is offering you 10 percent off your first order on sol de and free shipping with the code acast 10 that's S-O- L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O, soldejanero.com, and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. 
good. You know who else had such a glow up um, from watching Crappy Lake is Luann. Like her style glow up. I was obsessed oh, with every yeah. outfit she wore on Crappy Lake. Like I'm like, please link this. What is this aesthetic oh, you got yeah. going on? I thought it was the best she's ever looked. I agree. Her they clothes, some money for fashion for that show. Whoever styled them yeah. did an outstanding job because Lou looked insane and every outfit was so well put together. Like I was like, damn girl, you like, I don't normally notice how she dresses. No, and I was obsessed with her clothes. A hundred percent better. Way, way better than this season. I will say too. Cause this season was like the beginning of like, you think that I wear statement necklaces. I'm going to wear statement anchors. <laughs> like, <they're> just <laughs> huge. Um, so Ramona pulls Jill aside about the shapewear meeting that she had where Jill invited everybody but Ramona. And she's like, listen, I get that you didn't, why you didn't, but can you just tell me? And Jill again says they need to do a complete do-over. And Ramona's like, all right, but she, Ramona tells us, like, I just don't know if I can ever trust Jill, which that's their relationship in a key. And like, yeah, <laughs> like, that's completely it. Mm-hmm. And to show how boring the season is, as they brought it up, I was like, I did, forgot about this. Like the whole, like, wasn't that three episodes ago? Like, I didn't even remember. I mean, it was a very short scene because it was really um awkward and it like immediately went into alex like having lunch with ramona and telling her what happened so it was just like and also jill tells ramona during this that like that meeting didn't mean anything because everything has to get redone so i think that's also like a little wink to like the future of like that's why this doesn't exist anymore yeah agree definitely something something went wrong with the shapewear that's for sure um and that's pretty much the party unless you had any other notes about the party no i'd say that that covered it all we go to a cindy scene oh my god is having lunch with her parents and she brings a child not not both of her twins a child which i always like at this point i want to see is it the same child that she always brings because like I've noticed it's like the second or third time that she's just brought one or just hung out with one. Oh, no, I didn't notice that. I'm like, do you hate one of them? Um, And she's like, I can handle one kid. And we find out she cannot uh, because the kid's not even acting badly. No. She She also is expecting a 13th month old to sit there and you brought nothing to occupy them. Nothing to occupy the child. It's the first time she's ever put a 13 month old in the like you know when you go to a restaurant and they give you like the high chair that they have yeah like the same high chair everywhere it's like that wooden stool Mm -hmm. little lip and like you know you guys are all picturing it you know it she's like i have no idea how to work this and i'm like you don't you've never seen this child like how do you how do you go 13 months without taking your child out in new york like i just feel like that's impossible like there had to have been some sort of family function. You're not even going to McDonald's with this kid? Like, what? I don't know. I Listen, a lot of people don't do things with their kids. It was just- I am trying very hard to not be that way. We have already taken Jordy. She's been to a few breweries. We go to Panera. Last week, we just walked around Whole Foods. Like, I get her out of the house because it's super important to me 
to have a kid who's like, it's not a big deal when we go to a restaurant and that you can like be given a color, you know, obviously she's seven weeks old. It's really just about like, are we fed? Do I have to change your diaper? Like type thing. We're not at the level of like entertaining you, but yeah, she couldn't handle it. And she called someone from her store to come get her kid. Not just that. She was like, you know who you can trust a woman who just gave birth to a child. So she'll be good with it. I was like, you've got this working mother who just came back from leave, who is probably still producing milk, taking care of your child because you cannot. That is not that woman's job description. No, I couldn't believe she called her employee like employee and was like, I need you to come to this lunch to watch my kids so I can have a better lunch. Like you couldn't survive. But also, I understand if it was the twins, but you only have like one. to do with her lunch. Be with her own fucking kid, probably. Like it's just, it was just the rudest thing. I can't. I like, I was disgruntled on behalf of that employee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, taking care of a child and being at lunch, and obviously, like it was not a kid's lunch place. Like there was a lot of things that went wrong, but I just was like, dang it! It showed the woman reading the daughter a book, and I was like, exactly. Why didn't you try to? But also, it's very telling that even her parents didn't know what to do. They were just like, oh, thank God, someone's taken it. (laughs) Like, I was just like, they should have just brought a life-size cutout of the child. Um, So then we see Kelly and Alex go to a lunch, but it's really Kelly invited Alex to a fight. Um, She sits down and starts talking about all the issues that she has with Simon And Kelly says that she always sticks up for her. And Alex gets perplexed face like, I'm sorry, when? But Kelly is a freight train just running that mouth. And she's like, you're going to get iced out if you don't watch it. Which I think is another fourth wall breaking of like, Mm -hmm. girl, we're going to send to you if you don't stop this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The whole conversation, though, Kelly just cannot handle feelings. So we know Alex gets red when she gets overwhelmed. And Kelly's literally saying to her, stop getting red as if it's. And Alex goes, I can't control that. And just calm down. And it's like. That makes it so much worse. Yes. It also reminds me of Hot Wives. You got to calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Or just like, I mean, it's such a reflex to tell people to calm down, but it's never worked ever. No. Anytime I've ever been told to relax or calm down, most likely I do the opposite thing. It's <laughs> me right up. There's yeah. nothing that will make me less calm. Yeah. So she I just was don't like, like it when people tell me like, oh, you're upset when I, especially when I'm not feeling upset, that makes me upset. You know, I mean, that's like, basically what's like, happening with Alex. Yeah. They're like, you really can't handle this. And it's like, no, I, I'm fine. And then like when somebody just keeps telling you your truth isn't your truth which is what Kelly keeps doing to Alex. And she does this a lot. Like even when we saw in Morocco where she was just like, you know, like you're not, you're angry. And she's like, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not angry. I'm just trying to communicate, you know? Like, yeah. And in what word has Kelly ever stood up for Alex or ever been like a friend or an ally or anything to her? No, uh, Kelly's not an ally to anybody because she can barely take care of herself. So she's not form enough brain thoughts for that. So then we see Kelly tell us that Simon is a pageant dad and Alex is his daughter, which in some ways I'm kind of like, mm, I feel like she's more his doll. And he they've even said that, like he likes dressing Alex, but I don't feel like he controls Alex the way that they 
would like to think that. I think Alex is actually a lot more strong-willed. I think that Alex and Simon just have the same belief system on a lot of things. I agree with that. It was a weird comment. Kelly's a weird person. She's weird and creepy. She's the weird and creepy one. That That was basically it. I mean, there was nothing else that happened. No. No. The very quick season. Speaking of nothing that's happened this season, people sleeping in beds in the Hamptons got so spicy this this past week. And we're gonna see it next season. Summer house breakup. I have no words for Carlin Lindsay. If he did this, I think even people who are not Team Lindsay are going to be on her side. Oh, for sure. For sure. I've been very ambivalent about Lindsay. I don't really hate or dislike Lindsay, but I do feel like, I don't know, I've just read so much about it and two people that I barely know, but always struck me as weird how fast their relationship went yes they were friends but the thing that always worried me was that he just got out of recovery like he's like he was like a year sober when they were together and they got so serious so quickly in that year yeah i think the reason a lot of people will be on Lindsay's side though more in a sympathy or empathy way is because like as a summer house watcher since season one we all know all Lindsay has wanted is a husband and to be married and have children. Like that has been something she has wanted so bad. So I feel like even if you weren't on the side of like, I like them, their relationship, or I think it's real. Like we all were, I feel like still rooting, like, I'm so glad you finally found your person though. And you were engaged and like, you know, we just know this is a thing she's wanted. She's come from a very unstable background. And I feel like she's always been seeking stability in her own life and especially for him to blindside her and then film it. Yeah. They were getting married in November. It's September. Like he did it right when they uh, can't get the deposit back. And he was supposedly like, let's do cameras up and let's get this on camera. So fucked up. And like, I know people thought weird of their relationship. This and that, but to me in the end, how you could think they were anything but an authentic couple. Like, it's exactly what you said i don't believe like maybe there was part of like the this is good for the show yes like let's get engaged get married and have children doesn't fuck around about relationships yeah and also you you, she doesn't have the time for it no no like we know she doesn't and like also they have been best friends for like seven years and like to think that even on a friendship level he would do this to her yeah and then she just had her bridal shower. Like, oh my God. Like, I just feel. And I, you know what's weird? I don't like people keep calling it, oh, Summer House is having their Scandal moment. I'm like, this is literally no. nothing like Scandal. This is so completely different. Like, are you just trying to say that they're doing something for the sake of the show? Because I highly doubt at the end of the day that Carl would call off a wedding because of a TV show. Like, they're real people. I think people so often forget they're real people. They were really getting married. It wasn't the first time that they picked up cameras. And that's something that, like, I feel like everyone keeps being like, well, they picked up cameras. And this is what Bravo loves doing now. Bravo's done that before. Bravo did the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills with Denise. They did it with Teresa when she went to jail. And all their reactions to her going to jail. And they also did it with Drew 
literally the day that Scandal happened, March 3rd, like if you watch Real Housewives of Atlanta, which I don't think you're watching this season, no, right? No, I'm so behind and everyone says it's not that great. So it hasn't really motivated me to watch it. I get why people think it's not great, but even when it's bad, it's good to me. Like, yeah, I, I'm sure I'll watch it eventually. It makes me sad how the visceral hate that it's getting this season because it's not amazing, but like, Drew is such a liar that it's fun to watch because she's just so bad at it. <laughs> Sheree is shereeing all over the place and great. And I love Candy. People keep saying that Candy is not showing up, and I'm like, then why is she in every episode? I've lo- Candy is one of those. Candy's like, I'm entertained just by her doing nothing. Yeah. There's I a few housewives that have like that, and she's like that. Um, we get some Cynthia this season, who like I forgot how great she can be. I don't know. It was it was a good season, but I say all this to say that they picked up cameras on March third when, uh, like right after Drew had filed against Ralph for divorce, and there was like all this these rumors swirling about Drew possibly having an affair with a woman. And literally, that happened the day of Scandaval. So, yeah. like, Scandaval wasn't precedent-setting, except for the fact that we've never seen two members of a reality show be in a long affair and hide it from everyone, including production. Exactly. Like, it's so different. Like, so it's weird when people say, oh, Summer House is just trying to have that moment. I'm like, they're really not, though. Like, they're not... Summer House has never been about massive amounts of drama. It's been much more about like fun and summer's supposed to be fun. Yeah, summer should be fun. And I, as much as they all love the show and they love probably being on it and producing it, all of that, they're such they're real people and like yeah. they are real friends and they hang out on camera and off camera. And that's where I feel like people get it confused and think they do everything for the show. And I'm like. It was the same with Vanderpump in the early years. People would always say that. And I'm like, you clearly don't follow them on social media because those girls are off in Europe together. They are traveling. They're doing things. And this is not for being filmed. They just are real friends compared to we often find, you know, with housewives who don't hang out off camera and then come back together for the show. Yeah. I don't know. But either. And especially I think it's definitely real with the Carl and Lindsay, because now it's been days and there's been no statement. I don't know if by the time this comes out, there'll be a statement, but at this point, neither of them have said anything, which to me means for sure, this is real because they're not like celeb level where they wouldn't need to release a statement type thing. Yeah. But also she's in PR. So like if she would know how to spin this immediately, if it wasn't true. Yeah. Like it'd be really easy for the two of them to just write a comment write something somewhere and say like this is not true but i don't know if you saw just before we started recording danielle commented something no so uh queens of bravo posted the scene of when big doesn't show up to carrie's wedding in the first movie whatever and it says the scene is now so Lindsay, carl danielle and danielle commented on it and said just call me charlotte from now on and to me that's like all the confirmation i ever needed yeah it doesn't surprise me that it's true it surprises me that he was so horrible about it i know and rare has someone gone people really dislike carl then he got sober and now all of a sudden it's like we love carl we love carl and this is just yeah thinking it that's the end of it that's for sure well it just feels like he lost his humanity because why would you be like this has to be on film 
you know? Yeah. Like, especially when they were known to be, like, more of friend of this season. Is this his way to try and get back on? Like, it just feels so wrong. But, again, it's not Scandival. Not every cheating is the same, unfortunately. Wasn't even, we don't even know if there was breakup. cheating. No. Yeah. It might have just been a regular breakup. There's a lot of rumors circulating. Who knows what it will be. But um, I don't think cheating. I do think I'm going to watch Sleeping in Beds in the Hamptons this summer. <laughs> 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 uh, I want to see what happens. Oh, and I think a lot of people are going to want to watch. I always give Summer House a chance. And then sometimes I can do it and sometimes I can't. I get it. I get yeah. it. But I, I love them. I, I don't know. I've always had a soft but spot for them. Have you watched Martha's Vineyard yet? No, I know. I know. I know. I owe you that. It's so good. They're filming right now. I know. I Listen, it's real hard to keep up with stuff. And sometimes I've actually been more throughout the day enjoying watching movies than TV shows. Oh. Um, it's just like easier to like stop and start a movie. Like if it's a three hour movie and then yeah. it's like, you know, I sit and watch like 40 minutes. Like, I don't know. Shows I just find harder. So I've been enjoying movies throughout the day as I am still on. My maternity leave only for a few more weeks. Sorry. Tina Turner was like panting. So I picked her up and I'm like, mm-hmm. what's going on? All good. All good. But I think that's it for this episode. Yes. We are almost done with season four. I am proud of us for powering through. Me too. I think we did great. <laughs> so we've got, we've got how many more episodes? I don't know. Too many. I feel like there's like six more episodes, Danielle. Oh, I hope not. I hope not. I'm just like, I just keep thinking like season five is going to be so much better. Yeah. Well, isn't season five the introduction of Carol and Heather Halla Thompson? And I think Aviva too. Oh my God. I think it is Aviva. Like that's. Yeah. Or no, is it. um. Kristen Takeman, what season is she? I don't remember, but I think it's going to get better soon. I think we're gonna we're gonna get more liveliness and less Cindy. Yes, oh. less Cindy, all the better. Well, you just looked very happy, so you've got to go because I think uh, no, Remy just uh, walked, <laughs> f- flew the door open, and Derek tried to silently call him back. That's, um, so <laughs> that's all that was Remy like baby. flung the door and Derek was like baby which is it <laughs> yeah Derek was like doing this face so that's what made me laugh like and I was like he's fine he's just standing there all the dogs all the dogs well we've got to go tend to the dogs now so and thank you so much for listening we'll see you next week bye, bye. 